Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, really pumped to share today's episode with you today. You can probably hear the smile in my voice. I had a conversation a while back with a listener who's in the Primal Potential Facebook group, and she felt like she had to be perfect in order to reach her goals And yet no day was allowing for the perfect plan. She was really clear on what she wanted to do, but she felt like something got in the way every single day. And we had a powerful conversation around what I think of as the trap of the theoretical ideal, the way that we want it to be, the way we think it should go. And sometimes we can get stuck on the idea of things rather than optimizing the reality of things. We can get stuck on the theoretical ideal, the way we hope it could go, the best case scenario, and we attach to that instead of optimizing reality. I don't know about you, but it is rare, rare, exceedingly rare that my day goes according to plan. Whether it is a meeting ran over or something got canceled or somebody shows up at the house unexpectedly, it happens all the time. Something takes a lot longer than I anticipated. I totally forgot about something and now I've got to squeeze it in to a day where I hadn't really allowed space for that. There's nothing wrong with that being reality. The fact that the ideal is rarely the way things go. There's nothing wrong with that. We just need to get better at optimizing what is in front of us. So you're going to hear what I think is just a really, really great conversation, a coming to awareness that more often than not, it's not that a belief like things have to be perfect in order for me to make progress. It's Those beliefs aren't really the problem. Whatever that belief is for you, I can't be consistent or anything along those lines. The problem is that we don't slow down enough to explore what else is true. The thing that comes to our mind first, because it's the most rehearsed, it's the most familiar, we have tons of reps in it, might be, screw it, I blew it. Well, that just messed up my plan. Now I can't do it. That might be the first thought. But that first thought is not the problem. The problem is that we are not yet in the habit of saying, well, wait just a second before I just roll with that. What else is true here? What else is possible here? What have I overlooked? And you're just going to see a real-time example of how we do that 
in today's conversation. I know you're going to love it. So let's get right to it. I'm excited to chat with you and see how I can help you help yourself all around the theme of limiting beliefs. And when I had put forward that form and basically said, like, what do you think is a belief or a perspective or a story that's holding you back? You put that you must have perfection in order to successfully reach your goals. Right. Do you think, just out of curiosity, so I can get to know you a little better, um, are you good at your job? I mean, I would hope so. I think I am. Um, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> hope, like you think you are. Let me yes. ask you this. Are you perfect? No. Okay, so it doesn't stop you from like getting a paycheck every week and, and right. feeling like you're good at your job, right? Right. So do you really believe that you must have perfection in order to reach your goals? No, I, I know it in my brain. And even like when things go differently, like something will happen during the day and, you know, the workout changes or whatever, like in my brain, I'm thinking, no, this is fine. This is how I'm going to adapt. It's like this other part. I'm, it's like I'm fighting this like limiting belief in my head that like if anyone else were to tell me the same thing, I would tell them the same thing that you're saying to me. So it's so interesting that like, and I, I know that you've talked about this in the podcast before, like what we would say to someone else should be the same things that we're saying to ourselves, you know? Um, it's just, it, it's, I'm trying to figure out how to act the same way that I would, you know, the advice I would give to someone else, I could take that for myself. You know what I'm saying? So the reason that I asked you, do you believe this? Because you'd already told me you did, right? I asked you right, what, what right. limiting belief do you have? And you said that you must have perfection yeah. in order to successfully reach your goals. But the reason I asked is because oftentimes these things that we perceive as limiting beliefs aren't limiting beliefs at all. We just haven't taken the time to really evaluate it. So in the right. moment when you're like something came up and this was the workout plan and now this, that, and the other thing, in that moment when this, what this you describe as this other voice comes in and yeah. says like, well, it's not the way it was supposed to be. So, you know, the whole notion of if I can't do it the way I considered it to be perfect, it's not wor worth it. The only reason that that perspective wins is because you don't challenge it. Right. Now, when you and I have this conversation and we're intentionally challenging it, it's super obvious and it will be just as obvious when you do it with yourself. But because we tend to operate on autopilot and just go with the first thought, if the first thought is like, well, there goes that, it was supposed to be like this and now it can't be. So another day where like something screwed me up. Right. If you go with that first thought and you don't challenge it, then that's why it looks like a limitation or a limiting belief. But if you get in the pattern of challenging it, and you probably naturally do this with your preschool students all the time. Right. They say, you know, I can't tie my shoe. You're not just like, oh, too bad. That's <laughs> in my brain, sometimes I'm like that. <laughs> you know, like you, your job is to be like, we can do it. We can practice, we can do right. whatever. And so you're in that habit, you're just not in that habit 
with your, with yourself and your own thoughts. And one of the best pieces of advice that I live by is never go with your first idea. Yeah. You know, if your first idea is to roll your eyes, if your first idea is to say, well, now I can't because of this, that's fine. That's not wrong. It's not bad. But let's invite some other ideas to the party because I think we can all agree that across the board in life, if we go with our first thought, we're going to screw up a lot Mm -hmm. in communication, in relationships, in finances, in food choices, you name it. If we get in the habit of saying like, let me at least wait one second for two or three other ideas to show up. Let me at least invite one or two other perspectives. Our decision-making just improved twofold, threefold. Yeah. And I think it also comes down to patience. Like if, if for say, you know, I go to the gym and I'm able to do half the workout Mm -hmm. that I'd originally thought, like mathematically it might take a little bit more time to get where I want to be like physically, you know what I'm saying? And so like, I have to be okay with the changes and the time that it might take longer, which is fine. But like challenge you on that, because I'm not sure I agree with you. And here's why. If every time you can do a half a workout or a quarter of a workout, you do that. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to get there faster than if you just do the days where you can do 100%. That's true, because then it's consistency over time. Yeah, and you're ultimately doing more. Like, I I think I told my master's club this. um, I don't know where I said it, but uh, so I have really missed lifting weights in this pregnancy. I have, you know, some kettlebells and stuff, but I've missed lifting heavy weights, but I have really bad um, pregnancy-induced carpal tunnel. And so my grip just isn't there. And I have this one 55 pound kettlebell that is the heaviest kettlebell I have. And, and it feels like I'm doing something right compared to the lighter kettlebells that just like, doesn't feel like much. But I said to myself, I can't do more than like one or two because my grip goes because of the carpal tunnel. And my first thought was like, I mean, doing one deadlift, doing one kettlebell swing isn't going to make a difference. But what made all the difference in the world was when I said that one will make a difference. And so when I walk by it, I've now trained myself to pick it up once, whether I just do a single deadlift or I do a swing, I just do one thing one time, but over the course of the day, that could be 30. Yeah. And that is infinitely better than waiting your nine months. And and, and it could be the same thing with like, well, you know, I, I would really love to be able to run a mile, um, but I'm going to wait until I lose 20 pounds or something like that. Right. It, you would get there faster if you said, you know what, I'm going to run for one minute today and I'm going to run for one minute and 10 seconds tomorrow. And maybe I'm going to run for 30 seconds the day after. You would get there faster because here's the thing. When you say, oh, well, if I can only do half the workout, it's going to take me more time. You're not comparing it to your reality. You're comparing it to the theoretical ideal. Mm-hmm. But the theoretical ideal isn't what you're living. Right. What you're living point. is either you do what you can in little pieces or you do all of it. One of the biggest shifts I made in, in managing my household 
was deciding that every time I move from one room to another, I'm going to take something that's out of place and put it in its place. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to clean up only when I had like a block of 20 or 30 minutes where I could completely clean the kitchen. And if I only had two minutes, then there really wasn't any sense. But now I do things in 15, 20 second interval. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the day, my house is clean. And it was literally just a collection of 15 second intervals walking from one room to the other. Right. Which is totally more manageable than trying to create these larger blocks of time that you may or may not have every single day. And they're easier to come by, right? It's more manageable mentally taking it on. Like I don't want to spend 20 minutes cleaning the kitchen tonight, but I can absolutely take 15 seconds and put these three cups in the dishwasher. Yeah. Which adds up by the end of the day, everything's done. So I think this new perspective in terms of working out and the idea of perfection. And yeah, I think you can throw away the notion that like it requires more patience. I think if you tell yourself for every single time that I work out for five minutes, because I only have five minutes, that's five minutes closer than I am because normally I wouldn't do five minutes at all because it's only five minutes. Mm -hmm. And over the course of a week, when you've done one minute, five minutes, 12 minutes, maybe you got in one 30 minute one, right? Mm-hmm. you've done way more because you were willing to choose smaller subsets, smaller intervals, smaller quantities. And then if I count it as a success in my brain, then I'm not totally. thinking, oh, well, since I didn't get my workout, then I'm going to choose X to eat, you know, that's may or may not be as like the healthier. But if I count that as a win, then I can totally. think in my brain, like, okay, I'm still on track. I can still eat you know, this healthy meal and not feel like I throw in the bath towel chart, start tomorrow, like what you're saying. Count it as a win because it is a win. There's a movie, Al Pacino, I think it's any given Sunday and he's like a football coach and it's halftime and the team is down and they're in the locker room. And he basically says to them, this is a game of inches. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a game of the Hail Mary pass. It's not a game of like only first downs. It's a game where you want to get inches. And when you live by that mentality that not only are the inches worth it, it's how you win the game. Mm -hmm. Everything gets easier. Just before I came out here to my office to chat with you, I picked up a lighter kettlebell that I have in my living room and I did 10 front raises. 10. That's, That's not a workout, but over the course of the day, if I just do what I'm willing to do instead of being like, I don't have it in me to do a 30 minute workout today. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I've picked up the 55 pound kettlebell 60 times and I've done a little thing here and a little thing there. I've done some breathing exercises. You better believe that I've done dramatically more by the end of the day and certainly the end of the week and exponentially the end of the month when I live in this, not only does a little bit matter, a little bit is a big win mentality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't remember if you had this picture or if someone else did, but like the the same, like the two ladders on side by side. And yep. like, you know what I'm talking about? Like one has like five rings, like really spaced out. And the other one has like a hundred little teeny tiny ones, but they all reach the same like yep. height, but it's like incremental rather than trying to do these giant jumps. You're probably going to get there a whole lot faster if you're taking tiny steps because they're right. more manageable. Right. Yeah, that makes like sense. This is a new mindset that you can work to adopt and redirect every single time you find yourself in the like, 
oh, I don't have time. Oh, a minute's not worth it. It, it absolutely is. If you just redirect, you feel like that's something that you can kind of get behind intellectually. Yeah. And I think it could be applied to like food also, you know, mm-hmm. like if you're going to make a meal and it can't be like, like if you're going out to eat, for example, and it's not mm-hmm. your home cooked, you decide, you know, and, and it may not be like the most healthy choices, but you could pick something that's healthier than maybe you would have chosen if you had just been like, whatever, you know, and like, that's one small increment. I've used this number system, even though it's totally arbitrary and not real at all. If like the cooked at home, quote, perfect meal, it doesn't really, but theoretical perfect, the 10 and like uh, Chuck E. Cheese pizza and French fries is a zero. (laughs) I'm like a negative five. (laughs) I want to live consistently in six, seven, eight. Right. Instead of swing back and forth between right. 10 and zero. Yeah. Because yeah. it's more doable, it's more enjoyable, it's sustainable over the long term, and you get a higher average mm-hmm. when it's easier. Right. And trusting, trusting the process that like mm-hmm. you're not going to see dramatic results in say three days, but over time you're still going to see the same results as you would have if you had thought in your brain, oh, I've only can eat 10 meals, like the number 10, like the number 10. Yeah. Because they're going to be sustainable and they're going to be consistent. You're not going to have the energy suck of the back and forth, the on, the off, the good, the bad, the judgment, all of that. And working off of like a week of being frustrated and having to go back rather than having just this longer consistency and you're not doing those swings back and forth. I want to see you loving the small thing, loving the incomplete progress, loving the baby step, because that perspective shift is going to get you where you want to go. Yeah, that's super helpful. Would you be willing to shoot me an email in a couple weeks and kind of give me an update on like, I've been aware of it, but I haven't been implementing it or it's made a huge difference or whatever so that we can kind of course correct as we need to? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad we got to chat about this because I think this is like so important. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.